I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk About Brand. I, of course, am your host, Christine Gritman. And welcome to those of us who are joining us via the Adweek Podcast Network. Make sure to subscribe to Let's Talk About Brand on your podcast player of choice. We're dropping new episodes every Monday. Or perhaps you're joining us on YouTube. The video podcast of Let's Talk About Brand goes up on YouTube on Fridays. So be sure to subscribe to the Christine Gritman Inc. channel on YouTube as well. And in between, we love hearing your voice on the week's topic, so join me on Tuesdays on Twitter for Chat About Brand, my weekly Twitter chat. So this week's topic, I love this week's topic, this week's topic is about building an empowering personal brand. Now, a lot of people realize that having a personal brand can be a very empowering exercise, figuring out what gifts you have to bring to the world, what's your special sauce, all of that. But another really, really important element of a personal brand is that you also have the power to empower others. And that is what today's guest, Allison Walsh, has really, really done a lot of. I I can't even describe her to you. I'm going to have to have her give her story. I've read it. I know it. But, oh, she's just done so incredibly much with with her life thus far. Um, And she, she, along the way, has always brought others up with her. She does not close the door. She, you know, let... She you know, puts out a hand to pull others up behind her always. She is a strategist, a consultant, a coach. She was even Miss Florida in 2006 and won community service awards for that. She has founded nonprofits. She's just an incredible, incredible person. You can see why she is the perfect person to talk about an empowering personal brand. So without any further ado, let's bring on Allison Walsh. Hello, Allison. Beautiful intro. <laughs> I I try, but you know, I, as you know, it is hard to consolidate the amazing things that you have done um, into kind of a quick intro there, especially in terms of helping and empowering other people. If you could just give us a quick version of your journey and the things that you have done with your own personal brand, you know, professionally, and where where you've been basically to get to this place. Absolutely. And thanks for that opportunity. I've had a great journey and it really started for me when I was a teenager. Um, I took something that was not a pleasant situation, which is I had a very uh, difficult struggle with eating disorders in high school uh, and started really realizing how powerful that message could be of recovery, of resilience, of hope, um, right when I started my recovery journey. And so as a result, I got very visible, very vocal. Um, I was lit up and passionate about helping other people. And as a result, at a very early age, I had built a brand for myself around what is possible when somebody finds recovery. And uh, that allowed me 
to take that message to eventually the Miss America stage, right? That was my platform. But as a result, I had a ton of speaking opportunities. By the time I was 23, 24 years old, I had spoken to tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people. I had really made a name for myself. And it was an amazing springboard for me in my professional career. It opened so many doors. I had the chance to serve in incredible positions in the healthcare industry, start my own nonprofit, all of these things. And people started coming to me saying, I know you've done this in your niche, right? And something that you care deeply about. Can you help me do this in mine? And so that's really where you know, my eyes were open to, you know, I leaned into my story. I developed a platform for myself. I got visible. I was vocalizing about something I cared about. And as a result, I had amazing opportunities. And back then, personal branding wasn't necessarily a term that was as popular, but that's exactly what I had done. And so around 2008, 2009, I started to really lean into helping other people do that and, you know, have been able to do that through my own consulting agency for a decade plus since then. And I absolutely love the process of helping people really discover who they are and what they bring to the table. Oh, I love that. All right. I'm going to start with the million dollar question. Who are you and what do you bring to the table? If you had to figure out what your kind of special sauce as a personal brand is, which I'm sure you, you know, have on some level, uh, what would you say that that is? So you touched on the empowerment piece when you introduced me. That's very much a, a big part of it. But I think really when you look at the core of what I do, I help individuals actualize their potential through that discovery process of really identifying who they are and how they want to be viewed by the outside looking in. And so the process that I take people through, and this is, you know, everything from individuals that I work with on a one-on-one -on -one basis to, you know, teams of people, salespeople that want to be able to really represent their own brands and the brands they stand behind is really taking it back to how do you want to show up? And what do we need to do to best package and present you to the world so that you're attracting the opportunities and the, the people and the potential um, jobs, roles, et cetera, that you want for your life because you know exactly who you are and what you stand for. So that self-actualization piece is huge for me. And then as a result, once they've actualized it, then I can really focus on empowering them and lifting them up. But that's, that's who I am. Now, as you mentioned, you've worked with people, you know, kind of across the gamut from people who, you know, really need your help to sort of get themselves out of a bad situation through, you know, high-powered executives. The process may be pretty similar, but I would imagine the struggles maybe differ a little bit, or perhaps they don't. Perhaps what you've discovered is that there's an incredible commonality in some of the stuff that holds people back. But I'd love it if you could talk about a little bit about you know, where people get hung up on or the things that get in people's way of building those personal brands that can empower them to have all of those options and opportunities. Yeah, and I think it's it doesn't matter what the situation is. I think the commonality is that we give a lot of our power away by caring way too much about what other people think. And while there's a part of personal branding in which you really do have to get into the thought process of like seeing through the eyes of your potential customer and the people that you want to work with and all of that, which is very important. You want to have alignment there. I think in the beginning stages, there's a lot of fear of showing up and it's what is somebody going to think of me or who am I, right? Imposter syndrome, inner critic, that narrative that can naturally just take over our thought process. It doesn't matter if you've had a messy situation that you've lived through and now you're leaning on that to be your story or you're a high power executive that's really just trying to pull all of the pieces together. I've really worked with all, you know, the entire gamut. 
there tends to be that fear of what other people are going to think. And I think the moment that you can release that and stop worrying about it and, and really focus on all of the people that are going to benefit by you showing up as the version of yourself that you are now and how you can serve and help them in the future, focus on that. It helps a lot more get past or helps it make it a lot easier for you to get past um, the whole uh, fear of what others might think about what you're doing now. Oh, that's perfect. Get past the fear by thinking about the people who you can help. And really, everybody has people out there who they can help with their gifts, right? I mean, I haven't met a single person who doesn't have gifts to share with the world, whether they recognize it or not. All right. So once you've helped people through that fear, once you've helped people recognize that they need to get out of their own heads and out of their own way and focus on who they who they can show up and help what are some ways that they can actually you know take those first steps into building a personal brand or at least some degree of professional presence that is going to empower them and give them those choices Absolutely. So I take my clients and, and everybody in my community through pretty much four steps. And so the mindset piece, right, is obviously what we've already touched on. Uh, super important to overcome those uh, barriers, obstacles, mind blocks, uh, really get connected to the why. Why are you doing this? And then I focus then on the messaging piece. So what is it that you want to share about yourself? Uh, what's the verbiage that you want to use? How can we best articulate what it is that you bring to the table? And so that is a really important part of the process because as you're really getting clear on that, it's enabling you to really write the story the way you want it to be written. And I always think like, if you can control the narrative about your own brand, why wouldn't you, right? So really crafting the messaging, making sure that we're packaging you in a way in which you really shine bright. And that's one of my favorite parts of the process because going through that messaging exercise and, and the time that we spend there makes it so much easier. And it also builds their confidence, right? As they're getting super clear on who they are. Then we pivot into the fun side of the things. I love uh, marketing, right? So once we get into that piece, it's really of like, where are we showing up? What are we doing? Um, how are we representing our brand? And I think that's pretty simple, right? It's a process of deciding, again, where are the ideal clients or customers that you're, or audience that you're trying to attract and work with? And then making sure you're showing up there in a really authentic and genuine way. And then of course, you know, considering some folks are, are getting into the personal branding space for themselves because they want to monetize it, right? They want an ROI on their investment. How can we, right? Is Are you a speaker? Are you an author? Is there a way for you to uh, really can be able to connect the dots and show that this investment in time and energy is getting you what you want, right? Even if that is that next step on the ladder or it's getting the opportunity to go work in another organization because you've positioned yourself as the true expert you are and you're not hiding behind a corporate brand anymore. So there's a lot of ways in which we can really close the gap there. Uh, so it's a really a fun process. It all allows them throughout the entire process to really build that confidence muscle so that when it is time to launch or it is time to really show up in this new vibrant way, um, they've built their confidence along the way, knowing that their messaging is intact. They know they're showing up in the right places and they understand what the outcomes are. That is huge. Now, this may be a situation where people might not want to put the cart before the horse, but what if it's a situation where someone isn't sure what they want or what they want to do with it? What if someone is trying to figure out, you know, who they are, trying to figure out what their gifts are, but they don't really have that end goal quite in mind yet in terms of where they want to be? 
How can yeah, figuring well, out who they are and what their personal brand is sort of help them along with that? Oh, this has been so much fun. And so many of my clients, I mean, at least 150 of them over the course of the years have been under the age of 25. And so I've loved that because the majority of them didn't know what they wanted to do either, right? They were still trying to figure out what they wanted to do when they grew up. And this process has enabled them to have that self-exploration. We create a really safe space for them to get honest about the things that light them up from the inside. Maybe they've never really vocalized what they want, or they haven't really had anybody prompt them or push them in a direction that they might not have been aware of. And so it's a really great exercise and experience because it allows you to really get in touch with yourself and be honest about where you are in relationship to where you want to be. And even if you don't necessarily know, the entire experience allows you to uh, really frame who you are at this moment, but while also thinking about, you know, maybe just a few months down the line, right? What are the things that you'd like to be able to say that you've done or that you've experienced? And, you know, for some of them, that's really what it was. It was like, I, I'm not really sure what I want my career path to be, or I've started in a career path and I know this isn't right, but I'm not really sure what's next. So what we did is started working on, well, where could they show up as an expert in what they're doing now, or as a thought leader, or as you know a spokesperson, um, or connecting themselves with other organizations or brands? How could we do that so that we could build their credibility, so that we could then leverage that in the future, depending on what was next? But not all of them knew what they wanted to do. A lot of them figured it out in the process or at least made a considerable strides in a direction in which was not necessarily anticipated when the process started. So again, because we really get down to basics in the beginning and we really do a deep dive in everything that they've already done, all of their lived experiences, what are they bringing to the table? What do they like? What don't they like? I use a very uh, simple Venn diagram uh, exercise to kind of extract, you know, what are they good at? What do they love to do? You know, what do they want to do more of? And then really where's the sweet spot in the middle? And so um, being able to position that and understand Understanding that like the version of you now is going to be very different than the version of you six, 12 months from now, especially if you are intentional about continuing to build your brand, right? Maybe the goal is I want to get more visible on social media so that I can, you know, really position myself as a thought leader in this space. And you start writing articles and or blogs or, you know, start really just being consistent and building a following. And then that can translate into speaking opportunities or that can translate into people DMing you and saying, hey, I've got this great opportunity. Are you interested? Like it can be very organic once it gets clear. And then at that point, it's just about continuing to build and build and build and build. Oh, Love it. Love every single morsel of this. And I really hope people are taking notes, going back to re-listen to their favorite parts because there's just so much gold here. Now, I know, Allison, that a big focus of your career and of your, your mission, really, has been empowering women specifically, both um, professionally and personally. So I'd just like to ask a little bit about that, about... Um, you know, maybe how women need a different type of support than men, or even more why you are more dedicated to supporting women and their personal branding efforts. Well, I, I do love the the gentlemen in my life I've had the chance to to shape and support. Um, I have a real soft spot for women, and I think it's because of the fact that there were several women in my world that shaped who I am now. And I realized 
early in my professional career that there weren't as many women turning around to help the other women up as there were men. And I was fascinated by that. And I also didn't want to be that. And so I noticed that I could help young women, especially get where they needed to go farther, faster uh, by providing mentorship and guidance and having candid conversations with them and, and showing them other things that maybe they didn't even know existed. And so it really lit me up on the inside to know that I could be that for somebody else, especially when I was so fortunate to have some real powerhouse women help me along the way and uh, just wanted to continue to empower them then, right? It's the ripple effect, right? If I do this for you, I want you to go do this for others um, and continue to help other people um, achieve the things that they're setting their minds out to achieve, but most importantly, show up, right? And be there and be vulnerable and let them know about the good and the bad. And I think so it's so easy these days for women to feel just this intense pressure to be perfect and to have it all figured out and to, you know, always know what's next. And I wanted to be able to share, like I, it's, it can be messy and magical all at the same time, right? Like you can figure it out along the way. The most important thing is that you keep showing up for yourself and, um, and that you uh, keep putting one foot in front of the next and that there's a tribe of women around you that are supporting you because when you feel supported, you'll take more risks, right? You'll, You'll trust in uh, your journey more when you know that there's somebody there uh, for the good days and the bad. And, and I wanted to be that for other people. And so I've uh, really appreciated the, having the opportunity and the honor of being that person in so many amazing women's lives um, and to really hold up the mirror because I think that's the other thing is that in, at least in my professional career, I've seen men take credit for or for their success as they should, but I've seen women downplay it. And so I like to hold up the mirror. I like to show them what they've already accomplished and how truly amazing they are. And sometimes they just need an outside perspective or a reminder saying, you can do this. Look at what you've already done. And so I take that responsibility seriously. And I, I feel very blessed to have been able to do it. I think I need to have you like in my head <laughs> when I have a bad day and I'm doubting my own abilities. I'm like, okay, maybe I should just kind of fade back into the background. I think I'm going to have your voice in my head now. <laughs> maybe this very recording reminding oh. me that I can, if I believe I can, and we will get to something that touches on that in a moment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But yes. first, I want to mention that in addition to the coaching that you do and the development work that you do with people, you also work within a business. You know, yeah. you are you are a vice president of um, business development and strategy. Now, I would like to hear from your perspective. Obviously, 
you have had your personal brand that whole time. You already had a strong personal brand and you already were working with others on it. And I imagine you didn't decide to shrink back into the shadows once you started working with another company. So I would love to hear from you your perspective as someone who has been an employee with a strong personal brand, how you have managed that and also how it has benefited the company you work with. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. There's, I could talk forever about why I think everybody needs to have a personal brand regardless of what your role is. So just to start with the latter part of the question, right? Like the company has benefited because I, I do know who I am. I know who, I, what I stand for and I can articulate that very well. And because I work for a mission driven organization and, you know, the, what we stand for uh, rings true to my core. It makes it very easy for me to be out in front and to be able to share about that, to weave that into everything that I'm doing. I love to write. I love to speak. I love to podcast. I love all the fun things. And so the fact that there can be a beautiful marriage of those uh, gives them the confidence to know that I can represent their brand very well while standing on my own two stilettos and representing myself well too. But uh, in addition to that, in fact, right before we jumped on, I had the chance to to work with somebody on our team. And, you know, that's a big part of also what I bring to the table is helping each of our team members really define their personal brands, especially because in my role, I'm overseeing a sales team. And our salespeople, you trust, you know, you have to build the trust of the customers and the clients that we're working with, right? So people buy you, people follow you, and you have to do that. But if you don't have a strong personal brand, you're going to be forgotten the next time somebody else walks through the door. And so it's been really fun to work with the team. And I've been able to do this for over a decade in the organizations that I've been a part of, but to help them really identify uh, how they want to show up. And again, a lot of it, especially for junior salespeople, uh, they struggle with being able to put themselves out there with confidence. And so it's building that piece up. I also do a lot and I weave a lot of my training in positive psychology and strengths-based coaching into what I do with my team on a day-to-day -day basis. So I help to build their confidence by starting with their strengths because you can't argue with the science of it, right? The Gallup Strengths Finder is a beautiful tool that we use and then I help them see and I draw a straight line between each of their top five strengths and what they're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Because if I can build up their confidence to know that they were designed to do this, right, that they have it within themselves, it will naturally bolster their confidence and will help them show up knowing that they can do this job. And so because I've been able to do that, I really adore bringing in fresh green talent, which is a great benefit to the organization, and then train them up. I mean, in my last organization, I had so many green salespeople, right? The people that were starting with no experience and were with me seven, eight, nine years up until when I left. And now I'm doing it all over again. And I love that because they really then become um, their own brand that are very proud to stand behind the, the larger brand that we've created. And I know with confidence I, that I can trust what it is that they're doing and how they're representing themselves because they value what who they are and how they're showing up and they won't tarnish either brand. So it's really benefited both. Now, you said before that you're a firm believer that anyone at any level in any company could really benefit from a personal brand, and I am right with you there. Now, salespeople, of course, they have to go out and, you know, represent themselves and represent the company. A lot of executives like yourself, they are considered representatives of the company. What about someone who's more of a cog-in-the-machine type of function? They're used to really being in the shadows. They don't have a professional need as part of their job function 
motivation to put themselves out there. What would you say um, is something that they could do? How would they benefit from a personal brand and how can they figure out what they should even do with that? Yeah, I think it goes back to their interests, right? Not everything has to connect with work. In fact, um, a large percentage of the amazing clients that I have now are building their brands outside of their industry. Um, so this is a side project for them. They're trying to define themselves in a new space. There's something that's tugging at their heartstrings. And I think the pandemic was a perfect opportunity for us to all pause for the cause and say like, Am I really doing everything that I want to do? Am I living up to it? Am I uh, really giving myself the ability to shine bright like the diamond I am? Or am I hiding behind a corporate brand? Or am I just not in a position to do that in which it makes sense? And so I've seen a lot of amazing women kind of step into their own lane and start to create their brand on the outside of what it is for the, they do for their day job. So again, it, it really goes back to where's your passion? Where, where do your interests lie? What do you want to come from this if you want to really invest in it? Um, but again, it's do things that light you up from the inside. If this isn't something that you're like, you want to do, then don't, right? But for those that are like, you know what? I have an interest in this and I'm really good at it, but um, I, I think I could do more with it. Try, right? At least try to position yourself. And I think for me, if I would have not listened to the amazing mentors that I had in my life back when I was 18, who knows what I would be doing now? But I trust it, right? And one of them said to me, you know, Allison, you were blessed with a voice to tell your story. That's all she had to do. And that was it. And I was off to the races. And I was like, you know what? I can do this, right? And so if somebody has a calling or they want to show up in a certain way or they want to give back to a certain community, that can be where you really start to carve your path and, and align your personal brand with. So it doesn't necessarily have to be with what you do on your day job. It can be something that you do on the side. It can be an area of expertise. It could be an interest that you have. But most importantly, it should be enjoyable. And I think that that's something that I've really uh, loved being a part of is, is women, especially, right? So many of my clients and even my team members that we go through all these exercises, they genuinely get connected to the process because they appreciate what it's doing for themselves. And so I encourage people to go through the exercises no matter what, right? If this is something that's of interest, even if you don't know what it is that you want to do. Um, but it does help. It does help you package yourself. It helps you write your own story. And if nothing else, you'll have a great bio and headshot and you'll be really well packaged and presented if those opportunities do come knocking. And really, if you believe you can you can do. Which brings us to the She Believed She Could Society and all that you're doing with that. If you could just tell us a little bit about that, how it came to be, what it is, what it does, um, all of that. Oh, absolutely. So I love She Believed She Could. That First of all, that quote in general was one of my favorite quotes for so many years. And uh, during the pandemic, I was looking for a way to inspire my community, to expand my reach, right? I think we were all just searching for inspiration and hope and that, that everything was going to be okay. And so I was like, you know what? This is a great time to start a podcast. And I was um, looking for a title that really resonated with me. And it was actually my daughter who said to me, mom, you love the She Believes She Could so she did quote. So why not that as the title of your podcast? And so it started as that and the community has grown. And I have absolutely loved having just amazing women on the show. Actually, we're opening it up to some men get, or for some male guests this year too, but really focusing on sharing stories of uh, individuals that have done something amazing, right? And you know, maybe turned that mess into their message or overcome something or have built their own brand or their own businesses or they've written books or whatever it is they might uh, have accomplished, but it's really designed to show other people that if she can do it, so can you. 
And that's really my message. And I think that that is such a big part of, of what I talk about. I'm very vocal on Instagram every day of, of really trying to lift women up and, and share with them that they are 1000% capable of accomplishing anything they set their minds to. And sometimes you need to see the proof in somebody else that it can be done in order for you to trust yourself to go for it. And so that's really the intention is to show other people that she believed she could she did. And now you can too. And so I've loved being able to do that. We're in season four of the podcast, which just blows my mind. And I'm so grateful for, um, we've built the the community on Facebook. We've got the society. Um, and of course, all of the, the wonderful things that we do inside both of those. So it's been a beautiful experience to be able to bring people together and to be able to continue to inspire, educate, entertain too. We have a lot of fun um, and really give them tactical and practical tools, resources, guides, et cetera, that they can use and lean on as they continue to chase and accomplish their goals. Wow. So beyond doing some of the things that you do, which is, you know, you do some, you do professional work empowering people, you do some volunteer work empowering people, you started, you know, foundations empowering people. Let's say we're someone who's, you know, on a little smaller scale and just kind of getting rolling with being that more public persona. How can we how can we bake in an element of empowering others into what we do, no matter what it is? Are there some some commonalities, some common tips that you can think of that can really help make sure that our work really does not only help others with what we can, you know, do for them, but helps others to help themselves and to see themselves in a different light? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think what I've loved and something as so simple as writing Instagram captions on a regular basis, I write like little love notes to my community. That's what it feels like, right? Like I'm so focused on lifting them up, but it's also been really beneficial to lift myself up too. And so on some of the days when I'm writing and I'm thinking like, what is it that I need to hear right now, right? Like what would help me feel better in this moment? And I think like when you think like that of like, how else can I support others? What else can I do? What are the messages or the the comments or um, the content that I can create that's going to inspire other people? Oftentimes it's going to benefit you too. And I firmly believe that because I have been so entrenched in this and I've been doing it now literally consistently just in the she believes she could realm, right? I've been a coach consultant and all that stuff for years, but for decades actually. Um, but in that realm and really focused on that type of messaging, it is 1000% benefited me. And so I think like thinking it about not only do about like what do other people need to hear, but what do you need to hear also helps. And then putting those words on paper and not being afraid to share. You know, I think that's one thing, especially in the Instagram community. Like if I don't show up there every day, like there are messages going, Hey, you okay today? Like what's going on? Like we need what you've got to offer. And so that makes me feel really good that, um, you know, that community is, is built up to the point where people really do rely on it as a sense of inspiration and joy. And it literally just started as me searching for it myself. And then I got consistent and it has grown substantially. And so, you know, little things like that, that you can do. And, you know, even just in the context of your day to day, right. Thinking about what we've talked about already about mentorship and about turning around and helping the person that maybe is two or three steps behind you. That is so incredibly fulfilling as well. So please like look around you, see who you can help, see who you can inspire because your lived experiences are so valuable and probably way more valuable than what you give yourself credit for. And so I encourage you to really think about it through that lens of like, how can 
can I share this wisdom with others? How can I lift other people up? What did I need to know when I was going through those situations that, you know, would have benefited me and, and who can I share that with? And so I think part of what I've done and, and what I encourage everybody to do is really be an open book, be vulnerable, share your lived experiences and always look at it through the lens of like, who else can I help today? And that will take you very far just naturally because I think that when you are that type of person, the, the universe and God responds really well to that, right? Of like just continuing to be uh, really grounded in your mindset and, and what you can do for others. And so I encourage everybody to do that. We have so many gifts, so many talents, so many lived lessons uh, or lessons learned rather. And I think when we think about what we can do to help others, it always comes back. Allison, this has just been the most empowering half hour ever. <laughs> As I said, you're you're like the little empowering angel on my shoulder now. I'm going to keep your voice in my head. And again, I am following you now online as well. So that certainly will also provide me with a nice daily dose of motivation. And I would love to encourage others to do the same. So please tell us all where people can find you, why they should find you, and what they will find there. Absolutely. So again, as I mentioned, Instagram is really where I am daily. So it's at Allison Walsh. Um, my website is AllisonWalshConsulting.com. I have a ton of resources there, downloadable guides, planners, all kinds of fun stuff. Of course, all the coaching services are listed there as well. I'm also very active on LinkedIn. Um, of course, the She Believes She Could podcast, which is just my heartbeat. I absolutely love that show. Um, and then I have a book coming out in September. So I'd love for you to stay tuned. And if you go onto the Allison Walsh Consulting website, you can become part of the book launch team. And I would love for you to be a part of uh, really the behind the scenes as we get everything ready and, and share this wonderful work of art with the community. So it has been a labor of love and it's been uh, just such an incredible experience and I can't wait for it to actually be in print. It will feel amazing. What is the book called and what's it about? So that's a good question. So <laughs> Uh, no, so first sell still, it, then write it. Yeah, yeah right. Well, so in the, the title has been something that we've gone back and forth on quite a bit. And so Monday is the decision day for the actual final title, which is very exciting. Um, but it is very much focused on, you know, being intentional about your success, optimizing your own potential, going after the goals that you have for yourself, and most importantly, building a brand that you can trust. Um, so a lot of what we've talked about today is in the book, uh, a lot of frameworks, strategies, things that I've done over the years, stories, uh, you know, throughout my career of things that I've uh, experienced, accomplished, and all of the fun uh, and messy and magical, right? As we've talked about earlier, messy and magical details that were behind the scenes that maybe not everybody knew were going on at the same time. So it's a good read. I'm really grateful to be publishing with Wiley. Again, one of those bucket list items uh, has been on my list of things to do since I was 18. So I feel very, very, very fortunate to be able to do it and uh, be able to be supported with that team. I love that. By the way, my suggestion for the title, having not read it, obviously, is going to be Believe That You Can and Do. Ooh, I yeah. like it. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> well, I hope I empowered you. Yes, you did. I appreciate <laughs> that very much. I'm going to write that down as soon as we're done. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, for your wisdom, and for your energy, Allison. This has been fantastic. And, you know, keep on doing what you do. It is lighting up the world. Thank you, Christine. I appreciate being here.
And I appreciate all of you who have joined us today for Let's Talk About Brand. If you have joined us on your podcast player of choice, please do subscribe to Let's Talk About Brand on the Adweek Podcast Network. Um, New podcast episodes drop every Monday. And if you've enjoyed this episode, which I'm sure you have, right, make sure to leave a review as well. Or perhaps you've joined us on YouTube, the video version of the podcast is up on my YouTube channel every single Friday, so be sure to subscribe over there as well so that you don't miss an episode. And then in between, I want to hear your voice, so please join me on Tuesdays for Chat About Brand. In the meantime, I've been Christine Gritman, and join me next week when I will be back interviewing another smart guest about another specific element of branding. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk About Brand, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and Acast Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Christine Gritman, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Heil, and edited by Christine Gritman. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com.